You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Hello and welcome back to the Law Careers Net podcast, sponsored by the University of Law. We are excited to be back in 2021 with new episodes and a brand new podcast sponsor, the University of Law. You'll hear more from the University of Law a little bit later in the episode. It's been a while since we released our last episode and we know that everything is still a little bit difficult out there so we hope that you are staying safe and well. Hopefully this episode will provide you with a bit of a distraction and give you a boost when it comes to kickstarting your legal career this year. So in this episode we are going to be talking about commercial awareness again. We did a whole episode about commercial awareness back in 2019 so do go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. But commercial awareness is quite a big topic and there is always more to talk about and more topics to cover within the broader subject area. So we thought we'd come back and dive into commercial awareness once more. Law Careers Net's Matthew Broadbent, who you have heard on the podcast before, is something of a commercial awareness expert. He delivers presentations to students at universities all over the UK about commercial awareness and hosts our law firm as a business partner panel discussions at our Law Careers Net Live student conferences. So he is a great source of knowledge when it comes to tackling that all-important C word. And I'd like to apologise for the sirens you might hear while Matt is talking. He is okay, he just lives next to one of the biggest hospitals in East London. On with the podcast. Okay, Matt, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, Beth. Uh, yeah, my name is Matt Broadbent. I am the um, business development director for Law Careers Net. Uh, and what I do in my job is really a, a bit of everything. I'm um, in charge of lots of liaising with the firms and getting their information on the site. But I do lots of content. I do talks for students. I um, do pretty much um, everything um, as far as knowing what becoming a lawyer involves, apart from actually having been one myself. But I've been in the business for quite a few years now. So uh, I've got some pretty good insights into what it's all about. Last time we spoke uh, about commercial awareness, we kind of talked about what it was and how to develop it. And we also analysed a business news story. But this time I thought we could come at it from a slightly different angle and talk about why exactly it's so important and kind of how this idea of being commercially aware will come into play uh, when you're actually a lawyer later on. So, Matt, why exactly is commercial awareness so important for aspiring lawyers? Well, it's, it's important for aspiring lawyers uh, and it's important for, for real life lawyers, both for the same reasons, because what you're always trying to do is provide a professional service. Uh, and what a professional service means is giving advice to businesses or clients um, more generically. And um, a lot of this you know, is, is just as relevant if you are helping someone, say, with a family matter as you are helping someone with a company matter. But what you're doing really is you're placing yourself in their shoes and understanding what their issues and problems are, breaking those down and providing advice. Now, quite clearly, without having a proper understanding of what the problems are and what the context of that problem is, in other words, commercial awareness, you're not going to give very much very good advice. So commercial awareness is really the ability to give advice that's relevant to your client. I think a lot of students, uh, we attended an event yesterday and we had a lot of questions about commercial awareness. I think a lot of students come at it as this kind of abstract thing they they need to develop, but they don't really understand how they're going to, how to use it and, and why it's important. So, you know, it's important to emphasize in many ways, understanding why commercial awareness is important is commercial awareness in itself. It's not just this kind of abstract idea. You just demonstrate on application forms or an interview, and then you just forget about it. You kind of need to use it throughout your career as a commercial sister. So let's talk about how 
law firms actually operate as businesses. Can you give us a kind of summary of what students should know um, about how law firms work as businesses? Yeah, sure. Well, law f- understanding law firms as businesses is particularly important for candidates uh, when they're starting out and applying because clearly they've got to convince uh, law firms their future employers, that they understand what they're letting themselves in for, they understand the context in which they're going to be working, uh, and they're going to be able to offer something to the business. When you look at a law firm uh, as, a, as, a, as a potential recruit, what you need to first think about is, is, is really is, is the, the, the real basics, breaking it down. How does this business make money? What's it there for? How does it operate? So there's a, there's a, there's a number of different aspects. Clearly, one of them is um, what kind of services do they offer to their clients? Now, that can be approached in a number of ways. First is you might want to look at who actually their clients are, what kind of industries are they in, what kind of businesses are they, uh, and from an understanding of that, you can understand what sort of services they're offer. So they're offering. So if, for instance, the firm's clients are massive financial institutions, uh, you know you're going to be doing something around the movement of money, of borrowing money, of buying and selling companies, and that sort of thing. If you are looking at a firm whose clients perhaps are um, looking at SMEs, um, smaller businesses, um, maybe, you know, just take the take example, say a, a manufacturing type business where you're going to be looking more at their employment issues, the uh, the rent on their buildings, um, their contracts with their um, with their uh, their customers and their suppliers. You know, those those are the kind of services that um, that the firm is, is offering. So if you want to understand the client, you can hopefully understand what the firm is there for. The other way to look at it is to think about it around um, different practice areas. So, okay, I'm looking at this law firm's website and I can see that they have lots of people who are doing corporate and commercial work. I've got, they've got a big department doing uh, commercial property um, and they've also got a big department doing insolvency and restructuring. So that will immediately say to you, well, okay, they're doing, they're doing general commercial work, buying and selling companies, borrowing money to, um, to, to for, for companies to be able to do what they want. They are doing commercial property, so they're looking particularly at either being landlords or tenants. Perhaps there's a portfolio of uh, property clients that they need to, uh, to help dealing with their issues day to day. And the, the last one I, I mentioned was restructuring and insolvency. So that's a business around finding companies that are in trouble either they are going bust and you need to break the company up and do, um, and, and uh, have their assets redistributed or if they're restructuring you know maybe they're in serious problem and they're not going to be able to continue in their current format so what do we do to create a company that actually works um, by perhaps shedding parts buying parts selling parts you know those those are the kind of insights you need so if you can if you if you look at the, the practice areas you can get an insight into uh, what the firm actually does. And then, of course, the final part there is, how do I fit into this? What are the kind of things I want to be doing? Am I the kind of person that understands and will be good at doing that kind of work? Every year we uh, have a partner panel at our Law Careers Live uh, conferences and uh, we get a kind of panel of partners to talk about this and do check out our YouTube videos because we have um, from from our last year three events. Uh, those videos are on YouTube. But are there any kind of key takeaways that you hear time and time again? Because you've hosted that partner panel for quite a few years that partners are saying um, that, that students should know about. Well, I mean, I think well, yeah, one thing that we always do in that panel is we ask the, the, the partners to break down what the profit and loss system is for, for a firm. And they, they have this thing called the rule of three, which is one third of their, um, of their income is spent on overheads. One is spent on the, uh, the pay for the lawyers and then one third is profit. 
And so that's a sort of a, a business model just to give you an idea of what the incomings and outgoings of a firm are. So that's that's one thing. I think the other takeaway that they they always they always have is that they recognise um, in the commercial awareness side of things that you're you know you're starting out you know, unless you've got a, a long history of a career in business if you're for, for instance a career changer as a as a person you know coming just through university or quite quite early in your career you're not expected to know you know know absolutely everything but what you are expected to do is have a a keen interest in business in the kind of things that the law firm concerns itself with and to be able to demonstrate that 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 interest and I think that's really important anyway because if you're not interested it's going to be it's very hard to learn I mean if you think about what what, which were the topics that you were good at at school it were the ones that you found interesting the ones that you found boring or difficult you know it was much harder to 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 develop that affinity so it's the it's the same with 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 law firms find find law firms whose whose business looks interesting and stimulating to you, look at areas of commerciality that, that are interesting. But that's not to say you should judge by your first impressions. The, the, the nature of these things is that they're all very quite, quite complicated. There's lots and lots of depth. There's lots and lots of layers. So you've got to start unpeeling the onion if you're actually going to truly appreciate what's interesting. So again, that that involves having an open mind, having the ability to, to read around topics, to ask questions, to do a bit of analysis um, and in particular work out how everything sort of relates to each other because a lot of businesses are fundamentally very similar. They've all got their different tastes and um, and subtleties, but but really, you know, the nature of business is is the old um, Dickensian budget. You know, it's if if you're um, if you're taking in more money than you're um, than you're paying out, then you're probably making a profit. I mean, that's the the, you know, the most basic of basic of uh, of ideas. Obviously, once you get into complex financial products, then so, sometimes some of this logic turns itself on its head. But you know, that's that's the fundamentals. But seeing how people go about it and seeing how they deal with problems and change. And you know, obviously, that's the kind of thing that the lawyer, where the lawyers get involved. That's that's the important thing. But having an idea of the bigger picture and how the the different moving parts fit together, and and finding that fascinating to an extent, that's that's the secret to success. And if you can demonstrate that to uh, an employer that that's the kind of thing that you know floats your boat and makes you tick, then uh, you know you're looking you're looking like a really strong strong prospect. By contrast, if you just don't really seem very interested, yeah, you're probably not going to do very well. That's also true when it comes to students uh, and applicants kind of having these ideas in their head or these kind of news stories that they're following and maybe they hear Brexit or legal tech or AI or Bitcoin and they think, ah, these are the news stories that I need to be talking about and and kind of uh, mentioning in my applications. But there's no point talking about it if you're not interested in it or if you're not interested and actually engaged in that topic, that's going to come across. So don't talk about Bitcoin just because you think you should. If you're super interested in Bitcoin and, you know, you can see how it relates to the firm or to the industry or to kind of the legal sector as a whole, that's great. But otherwise, find something that really does interest you, whether that's, I don't know, you know, the environment or fashion, fast fashion or a, a new story that um, yeah relates to your interests and that you can then relate to, to the firm. Do you have any advice for how students can talk about uh, those kind of smaller news stories or, or, or when they're kind of trying to show that they know what's going on and they're keeping up with the news? How can they talk about that? Well, I think it's 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 a case of uh, of know your stuff, isn't it? Um there's, there's you're, you're very right to say that if you just sort of pick up on some sort of buzzword and then try and try try and blag it around that it's not going to work what you need to do is actually have topics that you have got some kind of insight into and 
and, and, and it doesn't, as I say, it doesn't really matter what they are. So a, st- a good starting point is things you're interested in. Um, you know, the you you could t- perhaps talk about the economics of how how the f- how you know if you're a keen football fan, you could talk about the economics of a football club, or at least use that as a starting point to understand how businesses work. And I mean, fo- football is quite an interesting one as well, looking at where the money comes on, comes from, how it's changed. If you're looking at the really mega topics like like Brexit or COVID, the way to approach those would be to say. How have those impacted on a much smaller story that I've got some kind of insight or, or knowledge of? You know, what I think Brexit and COVID both demonstrate is sudden shocks happen to businesses and companies and industries all the time. And these are some particularly obvious and prevalent ones. Um, so what's what's been the impact? How's, how has it affected companies in different ways? You know, how has it affected their cash flow? How has it affected their ability to operate as far as having where, where their people are, whether their people can can get together? Has it produced new opportunities because they suddenly have got more clients needing their service or is it preventing presenting real problems because suddenly their clients don't need their services anymore i mean i've been i've been um you know fishing is one that's been on the on 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 everybody's radar as it was so prevalent in the brexit narrative and um there's been a, there's been a series on on um on bbc recently about corn the cornish fishing industry every week they've got um a different bunch of fishermen Talking about how they how they're operating their businesses and what you know how they're changing things, what the what the the movements have been in in their um in their in their a lot of it was town by town you know what's happened in the fishing industry in their town and that's been a really interesting um, exercise amongst other things as well as human stories is in applied economics what you know this happens as a result what does this happen to the people who are trying to trying to trying to work what happens with climate change what happens you know with, what happens with overfishing that changes what they they're able to do you know once you get into it these stories are really interesting and they've got they've got a, a, a really fascinating narrative and you you know you'll find yourself watching this program going well what you should do is this you know you should invest in a new boat or you should um you should give up because the you know they've they've completely been um overtaken by the the mega trawlers so they've got no hope you know all, all of those things so, you know, suddenly it comes alive and the, the business story is the human story so yeah, the, the, having having some having some some interesting elements and, and picking ones that just grab your attention um is useful that's not to say, however, that you can't come. You know, some some of the stuff's a bit drier than than life on the open sea. But um, you know, you you should be able to dig down and find some some interesting stuff there. I mean, you know, even the even the the supposedly you know um what's going on moving move, moving chunks of money around the world actually has got lots of lots of interesting dynamics about it. But you just got to find them and spot them. But that's a case of being interested. At the beginning of the episode, I mentioned that our new podcast sponsor is the University of Law. What really sets a University of Law apart from other universities is their belief that students should learn in a realistic, professional and contemporary context. They focus exclusively on practice-based training and give students access to their career service and jobs vacancy database as soon as they accept a place on a course. Through the pro bono programme, law students can hone their skills by working on real cases before they graduate. Find out more about studying at the University of Law with the link in the podcast description. How can students practically develop their commercial awareness, especially kind of during this strange lockdown time where they might not be able to kind of have the same access to, um, I don't know, events or kind of in-person opportunities? Well, I've been thinking about this and I came up yesterday with the, uh, the idea of knowledge and information is is the fuel for your commercial awareness development so you know the bottom line is you've got to do some some legwork so find some 
key resources that you think are interesting and useful i mean i i like i like reading the guardian for you know just the general news story and the and the, and the business stories the financial times is pretty good the economist i think is a really is a really good i mean clearly that's a, a paid for resource but if you can get access to that um that's that's got some interesting stuff and that they because they, they they often try and break things down and do sort of explainers i mean any any kind of business journalism where there's a there's an explainer is quite useful because then, then somebody's kind of doing the legwork for you because you know, it can be quite daunting breaking it down yourself. So, so again, back to my previous point about finding and, and reading about things that you think are interesting. How do you develop it? Well, it's it's got to be active reading. It's not just sort of passively sort of churning through it and then sort of saying, oh, it's there. It's not going to do anything unless you process it. So that's the sort of, you've, you've done the, the, the taking on the fuel. Now you've got to process or digest it. So think about how that fits in with other stories you've read, how that fits in with a, a longer term narrative. You know, you're reading a story, a, a business story or a, a commercial story, what's come before, what's coming ahead. I mean, hopefully a good story will have that as part of the elements of it. But, you know, putting it into that context. Um, and, and I think, and, and, and one of the other the phrases that's come up is fluency. So if you've done some content, you've done some um, analysis, and then there's an element of just talking about it because that's how you're going to develop your ideas. And talking to yourself isn't necessarily always the best thing to do. So I, I am assuming that the majority of people who are interested in becoming lawyers, who are studying, you know, particularly if they're studying law, have access to other people who are in a similar boat to them, other people who are looking to develop their commercial awareness. I would strongly recommend getting together with some some like-minded people and having, you know, maybe setting up a commercial awareness WhatsApp group or doing a commercial awareness Zoom from time to time where you just talk about talk about the stuff that you've learned, share share it between each other, you know, a, a problem shared and all that. It's I think I think that's that that really has potential. I mean, you know, the if you were under no, normal circumstances, maybe you'd be in a in a commercial awareness society or something like that at university. But there's nothing there's no no problem with um doing a little cottage industry on that. But very much it's it's a case of just doing you know turning it over, turning over the engine, like everything like your your like your um, academic work, like your research for you know the legal profession uh, and like exercise, if you do a bit regularly, you will develop your strength, develop your 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 commercial fitness, so to speak, rather than trying to do it in one massive emergency rush. It's got to be something that becomes part of your life because look frankly it's it's going to be part of your life once you become a lawyer you know you're you're if you if you try and operate as a lawyer in a bubble without knowing what's going on and what's going on around the place um you, you're it's going to be no use to you you know you're going to be if you've got a client base that is in a certain certain industry you'll be absolutely obliged to read their trade press and know what's going on there because you've got to know what their conversations are so that's really important and then on the context of building up your commercial awareness for and more generally about the legal profession again there's 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 resources for that and one of those is is developing your skills in analyzing a law firm and understanding how they work so you, you, you know that's something you can do just by reading and analyzing a firm's firm's websites and thinking about what they do um, as we as we discussed before so basically what you're saying is commercial awareness is a frame of mind. It's not something that you just develop and, and forget about. It's a way of a way of thinking. And as you often say, it's common sense. I know that you've read a book uh, that you keep talking about called The Grid by Matt Watkinson uh, that you heard about from um, a student at one of our webinars. Are you are you about to hold it up? Or oh, I thought you were about to wave it at me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've, I've, I've just found it on my desk. But yes, it is. It's... What have you learned from it and why do you like it so much? Well, it, it, it epitomizes the, the the breaking down and interconnectivity of businesses. So, what it does is it um, it has a grid that basically has 
elements that are common to, common to every business around pricing, around costs, around customers, around the proposition, the value proposition to uh, of the business. And it looks at how if you change one element, how it's going to impact on the other bits. So it's just a really good way of, of visualizing and, and having a, a system that allows you to to look at a business, be that a law firm you're considering joining or a, a company that you're looking at as a sort of as a commercial example. And it allows you to to just have some sort of practical tools to formally say, well, if I do this, this happens. And that just sort of again leads to your your fluency and understanding how decisions might be made and why they might be made or why they might not be made. I mean, yeah, if you if if there's if there's something that you think, well, why don't they just do this? Why don't they just put their prices up? Well, because if they put their prices up, it might impact on them on their market share, something like that. You know how those how those bits fit together. It's it's just a, 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 a good practical tool. So I just thought it was a, a, an intri- interesting and intriguing book. And and yeah, we and I've looked at that breakdown and our own business and said, well, what if we did this? What if we did this? What's holding us back from doing that? And it's been and it's been really useful. So I'd I'd recommend having a look at it. You can he's got he's got a, a website as well, um, which is I can't remember what exactly what it is. It's it's some formation of Matt Watkinson where you can probably get an idea of the uh, of the content without buying the book. I'd say the book's probably a useful investment to, to make i mean another example of just of, of good resources which i meant to mention earlier is a, um, a website called legal futures which has some useful stuff around where the law profession's going and how law firms are or, or the, the legal profession is innovating and changing uh, modes of business ownership in law um, people trying to come up with new business models within the legal profession it's quite useful just to see see what's going on there so that's that's another one that i'd recommend that people won't necessarily know about them instinctively and of course, we have loads of resources on Law Careers Net too. We have a whole commercial awareness hub. We've made it our, our mission to teach people about commercial awareness. We've got our commercial questions. You know about, Matt, the kind of weekly questions written by leading law firms and kind of the work that they're doing. Very interesting, kind of lots of different topics, people to research. We have webinars, uh, previous podcast episodes, videos. Matt does kind of breakdowns of recent news stories and, and what students should know and how to analyze them. We've got the pestle technique, which you spoke about in the previous episode, but that's all also in our videos as well. So there's loads of stuff on Law Quiznet about commercial awareness. And as we're trying to say, it's not a finite skill that you can kind of just tick off uh, and move on from. It really is a way of thinking. And, you know, you'll have to continually hone and develop this skill throughout your career. And that is worth remembering at an early stage. And we hope that you'll keep coming back to Law Quiznet as well with all the uh, resources that we have. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Law Careers Net podcast. We hope that you found it useful to revisit commercial awareness and look at it from a different angle. What else should we cover in the podcast this year? Let us know by dropping us an email at info at lawcareers.net, tweeting us or DMing us on Instagram. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. <laughs>